Hot Off The Stands, you are listening to the latest episode of Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Hi, I'm T, and I am joined with my co-host, the Spectacular Spader-Man. Ah, you kept it. Hey, you kept it, huh, from the last episode. Issue, whatever we want to call him. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's keep it. Let's just keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What's going on? Ah, great, great. We're here with issue number four of our podcast. And how many uh, downloads are we up to now? Uh, we're, we're about like 450, 460, right, right around there. So people are listening. We appreciate it. We have to plan something special for something a thousand. Let's say a thousand, right? We'll plan something special for a thousand. Thousand? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- thanks for listening, everybody. You know, wherever you're getting uh, your podcast. Uh, we're, we are now on Spotify and Google Play. So uh, subscribe and uh, listen to us on one of those services. All right. Awesome. So let's start off the episode. And we have our first question from a listener. From one of you fans. This one comes from uh, J Love. Besides Namor, who's one character that we would like to see introduced into the MCU? So, T, why don't you go first? Okay, so, I mean, I could have overthought this, but I'm going to stick, and because there's a thousand, um, but I'm going to stick with the first one that popped into my head. She-Hulk. I want to see She-Hulk. I think she's a great character. I think uh, that this kind of energy and kind of personality that she has is going to be great and i think that you don't i'm not talking about her own movie i'm just saying the next avengers movie if there's going to be one she just who hey hi i'm she hulk just pops in walks into the room with her with her uniform going who's ass do we have to kick and she kicks it and that's how she comes in no explanation no explanation right. she hulk not, not bad i really thought you were going to go with uh silver surfer and uh keanu reeves but that's coming. I, I was thinking about things that we like a, a character that we would like to see. I'm right. I know that Silver Surfer is coming. So Galactus is coming, and Silver Surfer is going to warn us before. Yeah, that, that's gotta that's gonna come up. So for sure. I know. Yeah. Who's yours? Me. I I I think I want to go with Kang. I want to see Kang the Conqueror. Mm. I they they opened up uh, you know time travel. I think you you got to go with it now. At this point, there's no, there's no turning back. Kang's my favorite Avengers villain, and and my my favorite Kang storyline was when they first introduced the Council of Kangs, and this is uh, I think late '80s when when that started, and that's where like the Rick and Morty get uh, uh, Council of Ricks right. and everything like that. Yeah, so there's like all these Kangs from alternate timelines coming in. Yeah, I think he's he's. He's definitely something that they're discussing there at Marvel Studios. I'm I'm sure I'm sure he's gonna turn up. Uh, yeah, 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 probably later than sooner because I think you're gonna do Galactus and Silver Surfer and that kind of stuff first. But you can but you can see them and right. You know, one of the best things about the MCU is you know we're rewarded for paying attention or rewarded for our esoteric knowledge of superheroes and if they kind of put that because Fantastic Four is coming, uh, you know. As um, as they said, so that now, and we talked about this before, how Kang is like now a descendant of Reed Richards. So if you start dropping those kind of things in there, then you're going to, uh, you could start that now. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a bonus one. All right. Pure, purely for visuals. 
mm-hmm. go with uh Fing Fang Foom. Fing Fang Foom. He's coming. I, I he's already coming. He's been, <laughs> um Fing Fang Foom, isn't he related to he's involved there with uh, the Mandarin's rings, right? Because Fing Fang Foom it, I was thinking if if any movie he would show up in Shang-Chi. Now I might be wrong here, but from what I remember, uh, Fing Fang Foom is not uh, like a medieval dragon or something it's actually an alien race he wears like underwear right and he uh he he comes to earth and he has something to do with those different rings that that the mandarin gets so i i would not be surprised if again they fix you know make it make it up to us about like a kung fu dude fighting a dragon that we were never allowed to see in the um... well you got dragon bones you got dragon bones in new york city in the defenders. Oh yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But uh, you know, we never got to see Iron Fist uh, fight his dragon. That's right. That's right. But th- thanks for the the question. And uh, if anybody else has one, send them in. Audio questions work too. We can definitely uh, put your audio within the podcast. So send those in also. Yeah, reach out to us in any way you can, and we'll you'll 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 make it on here. Abs- absolutely. For our first segment, we're going to talk about and review Stranger Things. Well, let's not call it a review. I don't think we're qualified to give reviews. We're just going to discuss. Yeah. I think that's a better term to use. Yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. So we, we were talking about when when's a good time to kind of review the streaming shows because not everybody can binge watch eight episodes in a weekend. So I think we're going we're gonna to do a two-week buffer after uh show gets released so that so then we'll talk about it so because uh, people have asked you know when are you guys doing a stranger things episode and uh here it is the show's been out just about a month and i think that gives plenty of time to watch eight episodes so that's what we're going to kind of stick to yeah there's a balance there we don't want to we don't want to put out an episode four days after it came out yeah so even real fans uh, don't have the time to be able to um to watch them all but we don't want to wait too long till it gets out of the uh you know uh it leaves the water cooler talk around the office right right as always spoilers with uh with all our, our chats so uh spoiler alert wah, wah, wah. yeah spoiler alert spoiler <laughs> alert i like this one i i like this one better than season two i like this season better than season two yeah i think so too i i think if i had to rank the seasons it's season one this season and then season two right right so uh, there was a lot of great things about season two but it was just season two there was that weird detour into you know pseudo x-men territory where um which could work in some of the things but that's just not stranger things right yeah and and they never went back to it which was kind of weird right you know at least if you're going to seed something it's it's Chekhov's gun right yeah yeah or uh, Xavier's X Men, if you want to call him in in this yeah. continuity, right, right. But that that's season two, if you, you know that that's kind of old at this point. So we're we're gonna talk about season three. So what what did you what did you like about season three? Here's the thing: it, it, it it's a show based around eighties nostalgia, right? And and there's always gonna be those kind of references and things like that. And if 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 the show was only those eighties references. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't work because it would just be like nonsense, right? But the reason why I think Stranger Things works in general, and and I think they really kind of came around to realize it this season is you you got to care about the characters, right? Right, and we do. 
We really do. And, and they're wide, wide cast of characters. Um, and they kept it al- among the kids on bikes kind of genre, the Goonie genre, this kind of thing. Because in the second season, I'm going to go back to that where they kind of go to a city and then there's this like kind of grim noir thing where they're running around in the city. That That's kind of like not Stranger Things, right? They got to live in the town. Right. You know, it can't, it can't be bigger than Murder, She Wrote, Angela Lansbury. Like, why are all these things? Why are all these murders happening in one town? Well, you want to keep it like that because it affects the characters in the show. And it is about the characters. Uh, my favorite character and who I, for me, stole the entire season was Lucas's little sister. You can't spell America without Erica. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She she was good. Every time she was in a scene, she was on the thing. She was the hands down stole the season. I loved her. I want to see her more. I think she should have like her own branching story in in the the season coming up because she was she's a she's a person not to be trifled with. Definitely not. She knew uh she knew how to make her deals <laughs> and uh get an unlimited free ice cream forever. It had agency, was capable, was uh was a driving character and force to scenes uh, and really kind of made things happen. She was really, really great. Um, And I liked also how what they did, they had about four different stories going on throughout. There's four different groups, kind of like they mix and match all the kids. So it wasn't just the, the, the the team of three boys and 11 uh, who were, who were together and there, it spread out more to different paths that they were all following. And that's what I really appreciated because it kind of paired uh, people up because there was that friendship. The, the good thing about season two was that friendship between Dustin and Steve. I think that was a really kind of one of the better things in season two. And they continued that in season three. And then they added uh, the character... Um, Maya Hawk, who's uh, Ethan Hawk Ethan and Uma Thurman's daughter. Daughter, right? yeah. What's her character's name again? She was really good. Robin. Uh, it was so. It was Steve, Dustin, Robin, right. and Erica. That was that was my favorite. When uh, uh, that, but all the other ones were uh, really good too. There was the newspaper thread going through there, uh, kind of investigating that kind of like. Yeah, that that one I think was my least favorite one out of all the uh, the branching stories. Because I, I feel like you probably could have cut that out of the the show. Yeah. You know, and it, it doesn't really, it didn't really affect anything. It was, it was still entertaining. Um, was it Gary Busey as? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Busey was in the yeah. as the, as the one reporter. Um, you know, who uh, later on they, they show up in the in the hospital, right? We're we're jumping around the the, the episodes, but shows up in the hospital yeah, yeah. and and, uh, and we will be. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they they take him out and he uh he join he turns to goo, basically, and, and they. They form the the monster. Let me tell you, the monster designs. They they spend some money in that budget in the special effects department. Yeah, and, and you know you know what I love is also that they really kind of um, what it looked like to me, and I didn't research this, is that they looked like they did a little bit of some old school special effects too, because they were referencing uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, and in that movie there was so much uh, like Fangoria kind of practical effects in that practical and effects. body horror. And there was that whole like scene with Eleven, uh, and they had to take the thing that was crawling in her leg out. So it referenced like 
you know, alien with the chest busters, but it was a leg buster. And it was just kind of, yeah, all that yeah. was uh, really awesome. Yeah. One part I want to talk about, though, episode four, I think, was the, the best one. That's the one where they put um, Billy in the sauna. Yeah. And was trying to get the, the demon out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, they didn't really know what was going on, but they, they threw him in the sauna and cranked the heat up. And we're trying to get it to, to bust out. That was great. That was a really good uh, tension episode where you had that going on. Yeah, he broke through yep. the door. He broke the, through the door like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. In the Shining, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, and there's a lot of those kind of references, like uh, movie references in every little tiny little bit that was going on. Like there was one point when they were in a car and then they, they saw um, the Mind Flayer come up and they kind of did that kind of Spielberg shot yep. in Jurassic Park where they're getting up out of the car and they're turning their heads and looking at it. And then they're driving away and they're looking at the... Um, in the rear view mirror. Uh, the Mind Flayer in the rear view mirror and immediately called to... I mean, it's not 80s, but, you know, Steven Spielberg is yeah. you know, king of the 80s, right? And and how you saw that. So there's all... And I mean, you would, it would take four hours to just go through and discuss every single little uh quote from other films that they yeah did like that. i mean your villain was the terminator oh yeah 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 of course right. yeah that, <laughs> i mean <laughs> that was great i yeah that, that, that was pretty good that was, that was pretty good um but yeah I, I really enjoyed the season um the big finale last scene kind of got ruined for me with hopper Oh, uh, yeah. So we didn't even talk about Hopper yet, but I, I know... Uh, Stay off the internet. You know, when you're, like, going to this, you can't... Like, I, I mean, a lot of films and movies, just reading headlines. So if something is, like... And I'm trying to do it with the new, you know, Star Wars Episode Nine, but, you know, you just got to get off. You can't, yeah, but see... Th this, you don't hashtag on Twitter, because people will, people are out there looking around. See, the, 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 I'm going to call them out. IGN.com is the one who ruined it for me, because they have news stories that you can save for later. And when shows come out, they say the, the the literal headline says yeah the fate of spoiler alert character right right so i save it because i'm not going to read it because i haven't watched the whole season yet and i saved another story i go back to read the other story and in my save folder it said is hopper really dead and i'm like oh come on and i had about two episodes to go at that point so i'm just sitting there just waiting to, to see what's going to happen but um so in relation to him, do you, do you think he's dead? No, of course not. No, of course not. Yeah. But I don't immediately assume that the American in the... And we're jumping right to the post-credits or whatever, or post-credits. Oh, yeah, there's post-credits. post-credits, post right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that in the post-credits sequence that they're like, oh, the American. I don't necessarily think that Hopper is behind that door, the, the American behind the door. I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think he might have escaped into what the I would like upside to see, down. Oh, yeah, he definitely is in the upside down, no doubt. He jumps. He jumped through the portal, no doubt. Right. But maybe he popped out of the other side. That's possible, Maybe too. that is him in that door. What I would like to see, and I don't care what the shot was in the first season with the, all the plant life growing out of her mouth or however she looked, I would like to see it. It's Barb. Barb. From, from the... Uh, first season. Uh, from season one. I'd like to see... Her comeback. That's who I want the American to be. And she has like, she could have all kinds of like mutated or weird powers or whatever they want to do with her. How did the, how did the uh, upside down affect her? And that would be awesome to bring her back as a, as a character or maybe even a, a even a, a villain. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could do, uh, you can do anything you want in this show. I mean, there's no, there's no limits. It's supernatural. So you can get as weird as you want to get. Be, you know, 
interesting for sure. Yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, it, I guess aside from Hopper, they, they also killed Billy. That one's more uh, concrete. Yeah. After but he had, he, he had a redemption arc there. He had a yeah. redemption arc there. His uh, his childhood was shown, so we, we get to understand. If... Yeah, so uh, some of the shots on the uh, on the beach with uh, Eleven and, and Billy when she's like looking through his memories and everything, I thought were were really beautifully shot and uh when they had the special effects of the red sky and all that that craziness it was really really cool yeah i mean like i said they spared no expense with the budget on this show yeah and and again like again i'll, I'll repeat this like any genre film whether it's fantasy sci-fi or whatever um uh you you got to care about the characters right and in the in your season two he was introduced he was you know uh, the trope he's the jerk the, yeah yeah the, the uh, douchey guy but you know what uh, they didn't do in that season was sometimes you find out like he's very much a judd nelson in um the breakfast club kind of character but um you know he could be cruel has a, a cruel uh cruelty but um but you know they talk about it and they show like what their lives are like and, and again you know even though you know he's this you know lifeguard thing he's still essentially a teenager so right put putting the moves on all the moms in town right 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 <laughs> but yeah i i mean i loved it. it it's 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 worthwhile it doesn't have that kind of crisp newness that season one of stranger things had i think there was this kind of Oh wow! I can't believe this is so great. And I mean, there it is. It is a great show, but it doesn't have that kind of you know, uh, you know, right out of the box kind of feel that it, it the first season had. Um, but I, I I dig it, and and it, again another thing that rewards you for paying attention. Yeah, and I mean, in terms of the the Netflix original shows, I think this is definitely one of the better ones. It's definitely I would think top three right now. I'm trying to think what else. I think Stranger Things is probably their essential one uh, because they're losing the uh, Netflix is losing the Office, and the, and what from what I've read, the Office is something that is watched over and over and over again. It's their highest viewed uh, um, show on Netflix, and that after that, it comes Stranger Things. So, um, so they they have really have to kind of because because Netflix is going to their honeymoon is over because right. every other company is coming and they're going to be releasing um, the proprietary content, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Their own stuff. And, and something we have to make a choice. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm going through this choice of do I get CBS all access just for Star Trek? I, I, I won't do that. Right. I'm going to buy that on, when it comes out, I'm, I'm like just know, the avoiding show. spoilers. Yeah, and when the show comes on on iTunes, I'll buy the season, but I, I won't. Um, I won't do that because it's just you know that kind of rolling subscription uh, uh, thing. It, you know, it's five dollars here, five dollars there. You're fine, but then you know you step back and you look and you're like, whoa, this is sixty bucks, right. and I have cable too. I, right? I cut. Yeah, right. I cut the cord, and I'm spending just as much as I as I was originally. Right. 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 Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm gonna have that dilemma with uh with my Hulu service because I I signed up last year on Black Friday for ninety nine cents a month for a year, so right. I'm good up until November. But then after that, I'm, I gotta decide if I want to keep it. It it depends on the original content because the Runaways are on there, which I actually do pretty pretty much like. I mean, I pretty much like all the Marvel content. 
you know. Yeah, uh, my wife and I uh, got Hulu as well, and she loves uh, Bob's Burgers. That she'll rewatch the the season, just keep <laughs> on turning it over, and just have it on in the background. We love Bob's Burgers, um, but and there's a couple other things that I really like there, but I don't know that um, you know that's one of the things that we'll have to discuss. You know whether we'll we'll do that because we're definitely. I'm, I, I mean, no doubt, I'm getting Disney Plus. Oh yeah. It's Star Wars, Star Wars and Marvel. You know, I right. wish Star Trek was on there, but I don't like the consolidation going up. But this, you know what? Let's pause this right here because this is um, a whole podcast. A whole podcast talking about really the ramifications of it and how how you know how people across the planet are consuming film and television content and 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 how that works and how that you know what the what the real uh, 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 consequences of that are. Yeah. So, so that's Stranger Things. Yeah, that's true. That, uh, among among things. other things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, uh, whatever. Uh, you know what? Let's. I don't mind rating things. I, you know, reviewing rating things. I'll give things ratings. But we would like again. We're asking our audience again is to help us out. Get help us get a uh, invent a, a unique rating system uh, for this program. So. Uh, I would definitely, uh, I would definitely recommend that this is a good tele, really good television show. Um, I, I really three, like three and it. a half capes out of four. <laughs> yeah. how, how do you rate so, it? <laughs> so, 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 yeah, something like that. Help us out. Help, help us come up with uh, uh, something unique. All right. So uh, last issue. We did a, a bonus episode of uh, Comic-Con predictions for the MCU and what we thought they were going to announce. Some stuff we got right, some stuff we got wrong. A couple things surprised us along the way, but uh, we're going to do a quick review for uh, for anybody who hasn't been following up with, with Comic-Con, and uh, we'll let you know kind of what happened. So here's the summary. So uh, the first movie that they announced, uh, which we said that they were filming, is Black Widow. And yeah, and that, that was on uh, Black Widow. You could look at the uh, photographs online. They're shooting in Budapest right now. Um, so this was a, this one was a no brainer that this is this was coming out, and we knew that. But a couple of details in uh, uh, which were very interesting. Yeah. So the show. first one, uh, Sheriff Hopper, uh, David Harbor, le- leading yeah, from our Stranger, Stranger Things. Things discussion. Uh, he was confirmed to actually play the Red Guardian. I'm a little sad, a little upset. Uh, I, I would have loved to have seen him as as Ben Grimm. Yeah, well, he's he's gonna be playing Alexi. Alexi, who, uh, Alexi. who was who he was calling uh, Smirnoff in uh, in Stranger Things. Uh, you know, was the scientist running around with them guys? Right, and and I'm still a little bit I'm I'm still a little bit suspicious of this because if it's red, why why are they you know again why are they hiring American actors to play these, you know, Russian roles. And of course, you know, Scarlett Johansson plays Black Widow. She doesn't have an accent. She sounds like, you know, a regular American accent. But uh, but I'm sure he's going to do great. I think they need a big tough. But because they're casting Harbor, that's going to make him a more, not just a more complex character, but casting David Harbor, I think he's going to be somewhat sympathetic because, you know, Actors have personas, right? Right. So even though you know, he could probably do a villain wonderfully, but he's, you know, his persona is of someone who 
you know, has messed up and has made bad choices, but um, uh, is essentially redeemable. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't think he was going to be Taskmaster, um, but I, I didn't have a clue who he would play. So that was kind of surprising, um, you know, as far as that part goes. Right. Also, and I think it was already like on IMDb and things, but they... Uh, they talked about Rachel Weiss as um, uh, a lead character in this. Um, Rachel Weiss is a great actress. I've seen her in uh, all kinds of uh, great indie movies and and, um, and blockbusters as well. Um, it is not quite clear who she will be playing. She's one of the people who could potentially be right. the Taskmaster. They want to go that route, sure. Right. I mean, it's a person in a tactical outfit, so it could easily be a female. Um, but the Taskmaster in the, in the comics, he's um he's actually a mutant, right? The Taskmaster, is, like in, in when I looked it up on Wikipedia on the Marvel Wiki, it was he was born with these powers. So if you're born with the powers, you know you, you're a mutant. But it does it come to a point where it's a genetic alteration? So I mean, they have room to play with that. So if they if Marvel didn't own mutants again for the MCU. They could put him in there, but then now they could they could come out and just say it. And right? just say he's a mutant, yeah, exactly. Right, right. But, I mean, I imagine Rachel Weisz is going to be some kind of mentor, anti, like evil Obi-Wan kind of character uh, that would have been there for, um, for the Black Widow's training. Right. And, I mean, in terms of other characters, I'm assuming Hawkeye is going to show up in this one. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm sure the show's just going to be you know, tons of connectivity uh, in terms of timeline timeline connectivity too, because it's set between uh, Civil War, um, Civil War when the Avengers and break and up, Infinity War, right, yeah, Infinity War. So there's that kind of thing. There could be dozens of 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 different um, people showing up uh, in the film. So yeah, that, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. All right, so that's Black Widow. Uh, the, the second one coming up is The Eternals. The Eternals, yeah. There was some interesting kind of switching going on. And I think the biggest one, and you have it here on the uh, on our list, um, there is no Cersei. And Cersei is the Eternal, that one of the Eternals that spent the most time as an, as an Avenger. And with Angelina Jolie being cast, I mean, it was a no-brainer. Right. But instead of Angelina Jolie being Cersei... Angelina Jolie is being Athena, which is a proxy for the goddess Athena. And I think what Marvel's trying to do here is they want to out Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Because essentially, Athena is the Wonder Woman type character. And they're going to bring the biggest, really, the, the biggest movie star that you could find the biggest name movie star on the planet and put her in that role as, you know, the, one of the biggest ass kickers of the Eternals. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to go and do things that's going to make and really kind of challenge what they did with Wonder Woman in the DC comics. Yeah, I, I agree. And the DC movies. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. With, with the whole, basically the, the first like 30 minutes of, of Wonder Woman. Right. We thought Camille Nanjiani would be um, would be uh, Makari Mercury, uh, but he turns out to be a character called Kingo, which is an Eternal uh, who uh, was based in Japan. Right, right. 
and Marvel's cast the first person with disabilities uh, as a um, as Maca- Mercury as Macari, um, and there's just played by a deaf actress named Lauren Riddle. Yeah. So the other big items I think in terms of the Eternals was we we had said that Millie Bobby Brown was casted, which she wasn't. And, and that was all over and, the and place. That's, that's on us. Yeah. yeah, that's on us because it was it was reported so much. It was one of those things on the internet that somebody reported, and then it kind of like grew out of a thing. I, I don't think it that was ever really true, and it was speculation that people started to, to see when they read it as as fact. Like, yeah, yeah, soft confirmation or something like right. That, and right? then we we said it, we recorded, and then you know, in between our episode of Comic Con, it actually came out that she's not in. Well, not in yet. Which yeah, not in yet, right? You know, she she could still she could still be uh, officially casted down the line. She's not playing Piper, right? Yeah. Um. Nor 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 did they cast Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, yet. Right. Yet. I, I I changed our list over here to say yet. Well, you're holding out for Silver Surfer, which yeah, I'm holding is still out for a possibility. Right. That's still a possibility. Um, yeah. I I and we said this before. I will eat crow on the podcast. I will be shaved. I. I just don't see um, Marvel not going that direction. Well, we'll see. That will wait to be seen. Um, but yeah, and then the last thing, um, Selma Hayek is actually playing Ajak. Right. Which is interesting because Ajak is a male character that they're gender swapping. And right. your your big your big leader basically is going to be Selma Hayek, which is interesting. Right. And Ajak is replacing the Zeus-type character, so they're kind of combining two characters and gender swapping it into one. And I think that's awesome too, because when we heard uh, Selma Hayek again, we thought again, Cersei, but um, that they, they announced her as somebody else. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to kind of do any kind of switcheroos once they say this person is playing that character. Yeah. I think, I think this is the the official list, obviously. Um, But there's, there's no reason they can't add characters down the line. Right. Um, to, right. to the cast because this is a pretty small cast so far right and it's going to expand because the Eternals are there are a lot of Eternals right exactly and we, we only read the first seven issues I think so there, there's not a lot there's only I think 18 total from Jack Kirby's run and then the the seven issue miniseries that um, Neil Gaiman did so right. you know because th- there, there's a couple characters that were that were announced like Gilgamesh um, that I, I wasn't expecting so we'll have to read further down the line and see. Yeah, the Gilgamesh, the forgotten one. Yeah, and I want to see. Um, uh, I want to see um, the actor who's playing Gilgamesh. I want to see his solo movie. Right. Yes, the actor Don Seok Ma, who's now I see a, in a lot of uh, internet stories, is going by Don Lee. So he's uh, an anglicizing the name. So it's a little bit easier for the Western audience to uh, uh, to pronounce, uh, but yeah, I want his uh, action films. I saw some clips. He's he's brutal. He's absolutely brutal. I, I we gotta sit down and check one of them out because he's one of the uh, uh, biggest um, actors in South Korea uh, and action stars in South Korea, and I really like to see that. Yeah, he's gonna be great. Um, and, uh, yeah, moving on, moving on. So next up, uh, Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. That's what they're, they're calling it. I was surprised they didn't go with Shang-Chi and the master of Kung Fu, but the legend of the 10 rings is interesting because that confirms that the villain is the Mandarin, the Mandarin, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So that's cool. And most likely, and this is a big probably spoiler for the for the movie. So uh, you know, fast forward thirty seconds. Uh, that in 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 the comic book, and we talked about this in the comic book. Fu Manchu is his villainous father, and I think they're swapping that out for the Mandarin. So that is very cool. And and I know uh, Anthony and I agree on this, but who else do we want to see in um, Shang-Chi? Well, I, I jokingly mentioned him before. Oh, um, that's right, that's right. Fing Fang Foom. Fing Fang Foom? Fing Fang Foom. Right. Yeah, I think he'd, yeah. he'd be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, you know. no doubt, no doubt. God, a Godzilla type monster flying around would be pr- pretty sweet. Yeah, we could uh, we could in a in a later issue of our podcast we could uh, dig a little bit deeper into uh, Shang Chi and yeah, his that'd lore. be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, so n- next up, uh, this got announced like two days before Comic Con. Thor Four is what they were calling it, and then yeah. they they announced the full name. It's actually called Thor: Love and Thunder. Awesome. And uh, the, awesome. The the two big things that they announced was um, uh, Jane Foster, Natalie Portman is coming back, and she's gonna play the female Thor. Mm-hmm. Just Thor, just Thor, Anthony. The mighty Sorry, Thor. Right. Just, just Thor, the mighty Thor. That that's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's she came out. Recent... Who came out and said that the the oh Taika Waititi the couple of days ago. Don't, guys, don't say female Thor. This is just she's Thor. She's the mighty Thor, and that's going to be super awesome. And yeah, that's that's going to be cool. That that's a newer comic book um, storyline. It's canon, so right, and it's it's, it's, it's yeah. canon, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um and in Taika Waititi, I trust he. I, I saw his uh, some of his television show, What We Do in Shadows, uh, Vampire. Uh, television shows that stuff is great. Everything I've I've seen him do, he just does such a great job, uh, and he is is just funny, funny, uh, and a really likable uh, human being. Uh, from what I can, you know, what we can tell, yeah, you know, on on the interwebs. But um, but he did such a great job with uh, reimagining the Thor franchise, who that had a lot of really good stuff to it but it was like some fits and starts some kind of thing and a lot of people's favorite and i hear it from a lot of people their favorite marvel movie is like uh ragnarok for ragnarok yeah i i mean it's it's good i I like a lot um i don't think it's it's my favorite um it's definitely not my favorite i I think winter soldier um yeah yeah is is the best one you know that, that to me that that that's tops um Iron Man three is the worst because yeah. we're not going to get into it now, and then everything else is in between. I I think we should do a rewatch of Iron Man three, and and go back and and take a look at what we really think. But that's that's for another podcast and kind of like go back to certain movies and kind of give a, give them another give them another chance. Yeah, here's a here's a tangent real quick. I actually did watch the original Iron Man Saturday night. Oh really? Um, cause, yeah, because my kids had never seen it, so um. You know, I threw it on. I said, "Hey, let's watch it." And I actually sat and pretty much watched the entire movie, and uh, I got a kick out of the scene with um, Obadiah and uh, the guy from Spider-Man: Far From Home, Peter Billingsley. Frankie from a Christmas story. Yeah, Tony Stark built us in a cave. You know that 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 whole scene that was just replayed in Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was funny to see that again. But yeah, still still holds up. Right, right. Still holds up. 
Yeah, we yeah. won't get into but, Iron Man three, but I think a lot of it had to do with our expectations going in and what was delivered to us were two different things. Right. But I think there might be some um, good but, stuff. But in back there. to Thor. Yeah. So back to Thor. Yeah. Um. The other the other big thing that that they came out and said that this actually is going to take place before Guardians three. Right. So that puts Thor in an interesting spot because you know when we last saw him, he left with the Guardians. So I'm wondering if he's not going to be in the whole movie maybe and just shows up for part of it and it's really going to be a Jane Foster origin story of becoming Thor. Right. And, or like something happens where, um, Thor's with the guardians and he is defeated, captured, power stolen, frozen in ice, you know, you name like lost in the quantum realm, something, you know, where all of a sudden there's no Thor. And then the hammer is looking for, but they handed Natalie Portman Mjolnir, not Stormbringer. Right. 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 So who had so so Dick so Cap goes back in time at the end of uh Endgame. And he puts the, the hammer back. He puts the hammer back. What's the story there? Right. Right? Um and then uh so and she has Mjolnir. So there's a there's a lot there's a lot there, right? right. With what they can do. So does Jane Foster have the mantle of Thor throughout the entire movie and then it's given back to Thor at the end of it or does she maintain the power and Thor, you know, uh, uh, comes back? I'm imagining that Thor loses his powers, you know. Um, uh, and it, once once Jane Foster in the comic book stops being Thor and that plot line is, does she maintain the power? Is she still Thor? Is Thor and Thor happening at the same time? How does the comic book resolve itself? No, I think she actually she's still Thor right she, now. She actually dies at the end, um, right? Because she ends up getting cancer, um, and and when she turns into Thor, that actually stops the cancer. And then when she turns back, she ends up. Um, I, I think I'm pretty sure the run ends with, with her death. So she's still Thor right now in the comics. No, I think she she's dead. Oh, I she was dead. I I'm pretty sure she's resurrected now because you know nobody's oh, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, nobody's Bucky dead. Even even Bucky, not even Bucky. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. Yeah, and and then the interesting thing, I her love interest in the comics was actually Sam Wilson. Wow. Yeah. That, so, that's right. That's right. I saw a couple of. Uh, yeah. Of so so when Marvel relaunched the Avengers um, a couple of years ago in comic form, the team that they're starting to build now in the movies is what uh, they launched the series with. So it was like Miles Morales, who's not in the MCU yet. Um, was the Spider-Man. You had mm-hmm. uh, Captain America, the Sam Wilson version, Thor, the Jane Foster version. Mm-hmm. Vision was with them. I think Scarlet Witch might have also been on the team, but it was a lot of these characters that you're starting to see now, which is interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it, one, listen, it's Taika Waititi. It's going to be a fun romp or it's going to be uh, crazy cool fights and it's going to be a lot of humor. Uh, we're all going to love it. Um and the film won't take itself too seriously. Right. Next one up, though. The next the, one. The, the best title ever. Right. Uh, and and this is the one I'm looking the most uh, forward to the most. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Which is very Lovecraftian in its uh, name because of H.P. Uh, uh, Lovecraft short novella um, in the mountains of madness the mountains of madness and in the mountains of madness it's um 
uh, and I don't know how much you know about Lovecraftian kind of horror, but uh, Doctor Strange really kind of like uh, gets into that a bit. It's, you know, these alien gods from millions of years ago buried beneath the ice of Antarctica and these uh, these uh, explorers go and start going into these caverns in Antarctica and they find all these tentacled monster creatures and it's really horrifying. So uh, yeah, and the director of of this uh, new Doctor Strange movie is a horror movie director. Yeah, well, right? Scott Derrickson. He he also directed the first Doctor Strange. Oh, he did. So okay, a, okay. He's, he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. All right. Nice. 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 Yep. And uh, the, the Scarlet Witch is going to be in this movie, which is interesting. Right, right. Which is, uh, which is, um, and I'm wondering because one of the major characters in Doctor Strange that we haven't seen yet is the character of Cleo. Is it Clea or Cleo? And she, um, she's like Doctor Strange's apprentice, and and I'm wondering if. Is the Scarlet Witch kind of jumping into the Doctor Strange story and kind of taking her place, or is is there you know is there room enough for that kind of thing? Could you imagine what would Scarlet Witch be doing in uh, the Doctor Strange movie, kind of as you know Doctor Strange is kind of like you know helping her realize how the actually the complete extent of her powers. Uh, maybe maybe she's creating multiverses. She's she's creating her own little worlds. Oh, you know? because, yeah. When when we get to the Disney Plus section about her, her right? Because individual. her show is supposed to tie right into this movie. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, yeah one one of Doctor Strange's apprentices who actually I'd like to see pop up in the, in this movie if they would do it. Um, is Magic from the X Men, who's uh, who's Colossus' sister, yeah. Ileana Rasputin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, she's yeah, she's yeah. a cool character, she's a really no cool character. Doubt. Got a huge magic sword, like Voltron type stuff. Yeah, no, she's 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 great. She was, yeah, I remember her from the, all the way back in the, the came in the, the uh, reading the New Mutants right off the you know off the stands in the eighties. It was my favorite comic book back then. Uh, and the actress that they have playing her is is perfect casting in the the hidden uh, oh in the unknown, in the new mutants movie right mutants, that's that's never gonna see movie. the light of day but I I don't think they're gonna bring her, I don't think they're gonna bring her yeah in. I don't think so either um, that's wishful I mean, thinking it would it would be huge I mean multiverse I mean they could address it uh, um, and that actress is spot on casting but I mean that would be you know the first person from X Men to appear is colossus a sister i don't know yeah i know it's pretty it's pretty out there i i think if anyone's gonna appear you're probably gonna get storm and uh in wakanda as a as a young girl i i think that would be pretty cool yeah no doubt all right moving on yes casually meant the casual mentions yeah so so these are the first set of movies that were officially announced for phase four and then they kind of drop um a couple, like you said, casually. Um, yeah, casually, like almost like, oh, yeah, we got the, you know, he kind of said, I, I think it was almost like Kevin Feige wanted to reassure the audience, right? Right. And have a theory about this because it, t- 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 tell everybody what he said at the end there. Yeah, so he kind of said, um, oh, you guys want more? Like, this wasn't enough. So the, what we went through so far is half of the, the, the films, and then they also went into the Disney Plus, and then there's another movie that they announced. Um, but he go he made a joke like, Oh, you guys wanted more? Well we have Guardians three, Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, 
oh, and the Fantastic Four is coming, and so are the mutants. But oh, oh yeah, and mutants. Yeah, right. Which I think is interesting because he said mutants and not oh the X Men are coming. So nice. that's going back to my theory of what if they're gonna start seeding mutants in these films right. throughout, and then eventually they'll, they'll come together as the X Men, and you'll already have a little backstory on each of them. Here's my theory about how the entire before we get into the Disney Plus this is my theory about how the entire Comic-Con event went and this is my feeling right after it went there's some great movies here Doctor Strange Thor Eternals Black Widow all great stuff but we're looking here about all these things that we're you know where are all the heavy hitters? We we haven't heard about Spider Man. We haven't, you know, and and all these big big properties. We got not a single one that was Marvel's huge property. Thor was the biggest property, right? Right. The one, the 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 the, the other than the Hulk, the original, you know, four that uh, four Avengers that were struggling. And we have the Disney convention. What's its name again? Oh, D23. That's at the, we have the end the of Disney August. Disney convention, D23 coming up, right? And and Disney wants stuff that they could, you know, Marvel's one of their biggest, is their biggest property, is their biggest property, right? right. So they got to save something for that. But also, I think here in the Comic-Con, they made a conscious choice to say, listen. And because they only gave us what? Two years of films? Yeah, that's that's interesting part. There's all these properties, and it's only the next two years. So right. and, usually, and, when and, they announce a, a phase, it's like three to four years. Three, it's three. It's a three. Yeah, yeah, three. A little over three years is a, is a phase, right? And it's and it's so, like less movies than what we have already, right? Because right? phase so, phase one was only six movies altogether. I think so. Six. I think they made a conscious decision. They're saying, listen. We at at Comic Con, we want to release what we're going to do with Disney Plus and TV, and we want. But if we're just going to have, because sometimes they skip Comic Con, didn't they skip Comic Con? They skipped last year. Yeah, they skipped last year. So at the board table, they were like, "Listen, we're going. What could we do? What what do we want to do at Comic Con? We want to release our slate of Disney Plus." In con- guaranteed in continuity television, not Shield, not the Netflix stuff, not Cloak and Dagger, all this stuff. This is absolutely guaranteed. Rest assured, you know, sign on the the dotted line. This is in continuity stuff. So they did not want something like the Fantastic Four or the X Men to overwhelm. The announcement of stuff like Loki, stuff like Falcon and Winter Soldier, stuff like WandaVision, right? right? Because, and and Hawkeye, because one, we all love Hawkeye. We're all going to watch the Hawkeye show. Everybody's going to watch it. Everybody's getting it and everybody's going to watch it. But notice what they didn't do. There are no new superhero characters announced for the show there was no like oh we're gonna do a moon knight or we're gonna do uh she hulk or we're gonna do this or this or that they didn't do that 
right? And and all these are built off pre-existing characters, um, pre-existing characters, which we're excited for. But you know, if they said, "Oh, we're doing a Hawkeye television show," and that's like we we read that, and it goes, "Oh, that sounds cool. I'm going to check that out." I mean, but the only they, the only thing with everything that that was announced so far and that we went through, um. We basically pinpointed all that stuff in conversations that we we've had and stuff that we've heard and read and, and everything. The biggest surprise up to this point was Thor, and they announced mm-hmm. that two days before Comic Con. I mean, we included it in our last podcast. Um, right. That should have been your big, your exclamation point if you weren't going to do Fantastic Four. Um, right. You know something on on that level, but yeah, I mean the Disney Plus series we've been mentioning them. The, the first one that they're they're doing is is Loki. Hashtag where Loki at? He's on Disney Plus. Um, right. And they, they confirmed it's going to be the one who escaped in Avengers Endgame, which is interesting. Right. Um, to see what, what they're going to do, because now he can travel. He's a man throughout time, basically, with the right. the, the Tesseract. He's going to be going in and out. Um, another series that they mentioned was WandaVision. WandaVision. Uh, n- n- sorry, not mentioned. Announced. Um, announced. But the, two, two interesting bits with this. It's going to tie into Doctor Strange 2. Right. So, so that's interesting. So I wonder if Doctor Strange might appear on the show. Yeah. And... Go ahead. Now, the, see here's here's the thing, and they're, they're, this is what they're they got to think. You're going to have to be able to watch Doctor Strange, uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness, without having seen WandaVision, and vice versa, right? But I think what right. it'll do, it'll kind of like it's going to be kind of like those comic books it's that come supplement. out before yeah. movies that kind of get that lead up to going into that film i think that's how it how it's going to feel and what you were saying about because i didn't read the the i didn't read the uh the comic book of it we had this conversation the other time about like living in kind of a, a nuclear family kind of getting out of the superhero game and trying to live a normal life with the vision right well no the the comic book that i was talking about it's um it's actually a. A twelve, I think it's twelve issue uh, Vision miniseries. I, I think Tom King is the writer, um, yeah. if I'm if I'm correct. Um, but basically, he created his own family. Oh, you and, know, and, and Scarlet right? Witch isn't in that. She isn't in it. I think she appears down the line, but there there are other characters that are referenced. And he basically like left the Avengers and started his own family. So right. I'm wondering if they would swap out his wife. I, who I, 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 I'm blanking on a name right now. I think Viv, or is Viv the daughter? I, I think Viv might be the daughter. But putting in the Scarlet Witch instead, right. and maybe she like creates this world um, where she was still with the Vision because he he's dead as far as the... Um, or does he create the world? The movie goes. He, he, he downloaded, he's, he's like, like Ultron, he downloaded his personality into the web, and then he creates his own virtual reality to be able to live like that. His mind is trapped somewhere. You know, right? I mean, there's, oh, there's Vir- a lot Virginia, of ways. Virginia, hmm? that that's sorry, the Virginia. That's his wife's name, and then Say Viv again. and Vin are the Virginia is the wife. Mm-hmm. So it's Vision, Virginia, and then there's um, Viv and Vin, and then they have a dog too. Right. That's that's all, and they're all you know robots basically. Right. And and then I um, and then I there was the, the back in the eighties there was the Vision and Scarlet Witch limited series where. Um, they went and they got married, and then we talked about this in the previous episode. And right. they kind of live; they're trying to live this idyllic life, and it's really kind of playing out to this kind of idea that it's like like that movie Pleasantville, right? 
right. where you want to go back. And, and the, the logo and the kind of WandaVision, like we talked about in the last episode, it sounds like some kind of TV. Maybe it's this kind of a story about how they try to fake plastic Truman Show kind of make this reality that they can live in that's, that's, that's not sustainable. And they try to live it in this kind of idyllic version of Americana that you know that was the ideal in the in the the uh, the nineteen fifties. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So that that's Wandavision. Um, and then there we we mentioned this before. Hawkeye is getting his series. So right, right. This is going to be him training Kate Bishop, who becomes the next Hawkeye. So this is this goes back right. to our theory on seeding the younger Avengers, um, for future movies right. and and you know putting the team together. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. so down the road, I, I like to actually read. There's a a comic by Matt Fraction, uh, and everybody talks about this as being a really great Hawkeye series. So there's there's twenty two issues. I'm gonna give it a shot. Maybe uh, if if you can can swing it, we'll we'll do it for the comic book and I mean uh, for the podcast. When, when is uh, Hawkeye coming out? That's not for that's that's one of the so yeah that, that farther down the road that's like one two of the, years. Yeah, right? a lot of these are so so we have so we have some we time, have time to we'll do definitely it for sure. review, we'll definitely uh, cover that comic book and uh, yeah, um and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh Zemo was confirmed as the villain, so it's gonna right. be the same actor and character from Civil War. Who basically started the Civil War, and he's he's gonna have the the stocking cap over his head and and be comic book accurate costume, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah, because didn't he? Because um, uh, didn't he? The actor, it, they the the affectation of the during the during Hall H is that he kind of cut into the into the uh, presentation and uh, um, as Zemo, so, something like that. I mean, yeah. you you can never. You can never officially see this footage, so you, you know some somebody leaks a cell phone video. That that's your best shot of seeing this stuff. Right, and, and I'll and I'll and I'll never watch it like that because it's wrong. <coughs> but um, I'm looking forward to that. All right, now this is pure rumor, pure rumor that I saw people like speculation. Don't take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a truckload of salt. But John Senna as U.S. agent, I would love to see that. What a great idea. What great casting. Because imagine that, you know, the Falcons becoming Captain America, but the government's like, no, 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 no. We get to decide who the next Captain America is. You don't get to decide. And then somebody like John Cena as U.S. agent is like one of the big foils in this, and he's trying to get the shield. Yeah, yeah, John, John Cena, that, that would be pretty cool. He played uh, play the same character from like Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, I, did, I didn't see that. I heard Bumblebee was pretty good. It was all right. It was all right. Um, okay, that's another. That's yeah, another that's another pocket. It was, it was right, but he he was good in it. He you know he played the marine role. I I, I saw uh, I saw um, uh, Tina Fey movie um, Sisters and like he plays like the uh, a boyfriend drug dealer or something like that. Yeah. He was great. He was great in that. And um, what I really like about him as well is, uh, and we could put this link in the show notes uh, for this episode. It's um, John uh, Cena did this really wonderful video uh, about diversity in the United States um, that I really, really affected me emotionally. And it was really, really good because I didn't expect it coming from a pro wrestler. 
and it's just a really great kind of thing to watch and you know watch with to show kids and watch with your family and kind of things like that and it's really great that he puts out some kind of like he, he has this guy has a lot of heart because he didn't need to do something like that right but anyway he's be great as usa us agent i'd love to see it because it's really this kind of a who gets to be cat right right who gets to represent america and i, I think there's a lot of 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 kind of uh, metaphor and and underlying meaning underneath that that can really be played up in in this uh in this uh in the show yeah i mean it, you can make it very very political of whether the government wants falcon or not right 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 so th- that, that'd be interesting and then the, the last one that, that they didn't announce is a, a what if so if people aren't familiar with what if basically marvel has the continuity so it'd be like watching the movies that that everybody knows and loves but what if something else happened and i know one of the ideas that they were floating around is um what if peggy carter is given the super soldier serum instead of uh, Steve Rogers. That's awesome. You know, th- things like that nature. Like, w- what if, uh, for example, d- not that they're doing this, but what if Aunt May got bit by the spider instead of Peter Parker and she's Spider-Man or Spider-Woman? Um, you know, th- things of that nature. So th- this is going to be an animated series. Oh, that was everybody's favorite comic back in the 80s. What if? What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? What if this? What if that? And it was month after month, just really great stuff. Um uh, my brother and I have uh, dozens of these uh, what if comic books of the uh, locked away in my mom's attic. Uh, yeah, that that's a great idea. It's great that they're doing it animated so they can actually get away with going back to certain movies and certain scenes and kind of showing that animated and that they're getting all the actors, almost yeah. everybody back to do the voice acting for it. All the characters, the only two, the only two actors that were not on that list was Chris Evans uh, and Robert Chris Downey Evans Jr. and yep. Robert Downey Jr. But I wouldn't be, I would not be surprised if you know they spring on a thing. Yeah, go, they're oh. not announced at all, and then all of a sudden there they are. Yeah, yeah, right, I right, could right. see that happening for sure. But yeah, so so those are the Disney Plus series, and then um, the the big one. Um, and I'm going to call it the big one because th- I wasn't expecting this for you. No, 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 no one was expecting this. Yeah. No one, this so, is the, the, the final, the final big announcement, right? Yeah. They're, they're rebooting Blade, um, with Mahershala Ali as Blade, which I'm, I'm down for. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And apparently, I don't know if you know this T, but he approached Marvel and asked them for a meeting and they had no idea what the meeting was about. And he walked in and, uh. He said, "Oh, I want to play Blade," and they were like, "We hope this is what that meeting was." What? 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 And that's he. He walked in. He he yeah. called Marvel so for the meeting. He he called Marvel for for a meeting. They agreed. Mm-hmm. No, they had no idea what he was going to ask, and uh, apparently, yeah, he he just walked in and said, "I nice. want to play Blade," and they were thrilled. And uh, yeah, and do you know that the, the guy that they cast yeah. as Shang Chi, he put on Twitter, I think, two years ago. Hey Marvel, I'd love to play Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I saw that. And the, yeah, then they casted him, so that th- that was pretty cool. But um, but yeah, the, the interesting things with Blade is um, so th- this means vampires are real in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is pretty cool. Marvel's versions of vampires are real, so let's you know it's like you know, right. I mean, what, Thor, God is he an alien, right? Is yeah, right, right exactly. So what you know? What are the the, the vampires going to be? And I, I thought it would be pretty cool. In episode zero, I said um, 
to bring back Bleed and do that as a like a TV yeah, series, yeah, yeah. and it and you could have Morbius um be the vampire that he's like trying to hunt, but that that you know it's a Spider Man pro- property and it's he's actually being played by Jared Leto in the movie that's coming out, but right, right, right. who who knows how nice Marvel and Sony are gonna be going forward, right. um but it'd be pretty cool if Morbius is actually in the the Blade movie, also this this is not Phase Four. So does that technically mean it's going to be phase five or are they just going to shift and move things around, which I, I guess they potentially could and do. They, and he said that on stage, it wouldn't be in phase right. four. Right. You know, they, they yeah. obviously have the next two years with the dates. This doesn't have a release date. They get next, not just the next two, the next three to four. Right. Right. Uh, and it's the next on our list. Right. Um, there's so much other things that it's fine for a year and a half, two years. For us to kind of spend some time with these other characters and do all these other things, but something else, you know, has to be rumbling, you know, down the line that it's gonna, you know, blow our minds. And I understand you can't have an end game every year. You can't do it. It's unsustainable. Right. But you know, we need to be building towards something. The Avengers are not over. There's no Avengers movie announced. There's no Ultimates. There's no. There's no big kind of big team no sword which i, I thought we might have got yeah well sword isn't going to be its own movie sword will be something you know nick fury pulling up in a spaceship yeah that could be captain marvel too yeah, very easily right, right, right. Um, um you know we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see with that but back, back to blade i wonder if uh wesley snipes might get a cameo in this one yeah yeah i i, I no doubt because when because it was such a surprise and i think that uh wesley snipes was surprised too because you know in his heart of hearts he 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 wanted to revisit the character you know i don't know how old he is now but he he wanted to he wanted to play that character again but i'm i would not be surprised if marvel finds some kind of way to bring him in because people go and say oh wesley what do you think what do you think and you know wesley snipes with whatever you know troubles he's had he was really, really a gentleman. He was a class act about it, you know, wishing Marshall Ali, you know, um, well and supporting him and that he's a Marvel fan. And, right. And whatever they do, you know what I mean? So he was really, he was really a gentleman about that. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of way they could, they could work that in, watch him be like, uh, you know, because they call it the, the, like the mentor the, or something. The mentor, or there's a flashback to a day walker back in the you know 1930s. You know what I mean? Or he he could be his father or something. Right, He'd be his right. father or something. He'd be his father. Yeah. You know, because um, I don't know exactly. Because I, I I saw the you know I saw the Blade movies a long time ago, and I just remember the action things. I don't remember too much of the exact uh, of the continuity or pointed lore about it. But you know that it's kind of he could definitely be fit in yeah, there somewhere. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, just to wrap up, I mean, we, we we said this before. There's no big team movie, so you're not getting your Avengers, you're not getting Sword or the Ultimates, and then we even speculated about Thunderbolts and Power Pack and even Ironheart, who's not a team, obviously. Yeah. But you know, there, there was rumors about her getting a film. Uh, so none of that stuff happened. But you know, D twenty three is coming, and. Uh, yeah. There might maybe some more stuff. Who who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, because we were we were talking about Marvel uh, dropping an H bomb on Hall H. Now there was some fireworks, definitely. Yeah. But um, there was you know, and I was some very cool surprises, and I was excited. But there was nothing there that was a knockout punch for me. Yeah. Out out of everything, what what do you think was what was your favorite? 
what am I looking forward to the most? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's between Doctor Strange and the Eternals. I think because we were going, we were digging so deep with the Eternals that I kind of got into it. So now I'm so interested in those characters and what's happening. But I think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it has multiverse there. There's the Cthulhu references. There's, you know, just Doctor Strange. And I think Benedict Cumberbatch is just such a great actor, despite, the, you know, his kind of weak American accent. I, I think that's going to be something that I'm going to be... That, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, actually, me too. And, I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the Disney Plus, you know, shows... But nothing is there that like is like oh oh my gosh I gotta see that right there's nothing really there and I think and again I'm gonna go back to this Marvel made that decision to take the opportunity at Comic Con to really introduce and kind of shuffle in the Disney Plus into the movie slate because Disney Plus is such a big step for for disney um the mandalorian is supposedly beyond game of thrones it's supposed to be like the most expensive television show ever right uh, star wars the mandalorian and they're putting so much money up front that they really need disney plus to be a success and i think i think they're gonna i think it's you know D disney is you know the the uh, the mytho industrial complex you know it's, it's it's buying up all the stories of our childhood and we're going to see it and i'm going to follow this because i like it you know there's a concern there about you know right corporate influence but um uh but yeah they they, they have my money already they have my the day it comes out uh a day of release i think of the mandalorian is, right i think that's is, their day one is, property yeah yeah their day one property and i you know i'll probably take a day off of work <laughs> to, to go watch that because IG-88 is in it. Uh, but I think this, why the the shape of the Hall H was because of Disney+. Plus. And, um, and he did say, he did say Mutants, he did say Fantastic Four, he did that the kind of thing. And he, you know, Kevin Feige, you know, he has to, he has to answer to his corporate overlords as well. And at the end he was like, yeah, don't worry, this stuff is coming. God, don't worry, don't worry, this stuff is coming. You know, but the fans are the fans are enthusiastic. We're all enthusiastic right. about all these things. But you know, listen, they they know what the fans want. Right, they know what the fans. So want. so, but after you know, after a little bit, and you're like, oh wow, now no, oh that's cool. Oh Thor, you know, everything sounds cool. But you know, after a little bit, it's like, all right, yeah, those are great. Oh, everything, I'm gonna go watch all of them. But there's nothing like, you know, take your breath yeah. away. Right, I agree. I agree. All right, so I think. Uh, that just about covers Hall H and the San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel's new uh, slate for their MC year. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. All right, so on that note, uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate uh, you guys taking the time to listen to us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thank you, and that's it for issue number four of Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes 
is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.